For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We got a president, Thomas Huston, that he's a good man. He's a good dude. He's a difference maker. He's a way maker. He's built for the job. He's built for the task. And I'm a good, pretty good judge of character, and he has all of that. And I really like it. I don't know what protocol is. I don't know how y'all go about things. But this man should be our president for quite a while. I don't know what has to transpire for you guys to pull that trigger, but President Hudson is a difference maker. That's real talk. I don't know what you got to do to make it happen, but y'all need to make that happen. I believe in President Hudson. The I love JSU. True. Episode 90 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And welcome back to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Charles Bishop here with my right-hand man, my man on the right, Neely. Welcome back in, brother. Thank you, Chuck. How you making today, brother? Doing well, man. A very interesting day today. And uh, we also got another member of the 1400 Club, Vic. Welcome in, brother. Thanks for welcoming me in, Charles. I am happy to be here today on this historic day for GSU. Yes, you mentioned it now. Historic day, Neely and Vic. As Thomas Hudson was named the 12th president of Jackson State University today. And I wanted to start off, guys, by asking, you know, what does this mean specifically for Jackson State Athletics, Neil? Well, I, I, I think it's uh, it's a win-win. You know, one thing that organizations, Chuck, in my mind, are much like the stock market. You know, they thrive on stability. Uh, they thrive on, on, on guarantees. Uh, they thrive on, on having a, a good indicator of what the future may hold. And Jackson State is no different. And when you are... Uh, in a window of time where you have an interim president or an acting president, you know, there are a lot of 
what seem to be even mundane day to day decisions have to be put on hold uh, because you don't know what the transition of leadership may be like. And so now that Jackson State has named this leader and it happens to be the same leader uh, who was acting president uh, with the hiring of Coach Prime. Uh, he was in the president's office uh, when A.D. Robinson uh, was hired and brought on. So you have now uh, not only some trusted, true leadership that's been there, done that, but now it's fixed leadership. And so now you can start making some bigger, long range decisions as it relates to athletics in the university. So I think it's a I think it's a, a wonderful thing for the for the for the athletic department and clearly for the university as well. You know, uh, President Hudson and A.D. Robson uh, have a great relate working relationship uh, that was even evident with the hiring of Coach Prime. Uh, in fact, during this process, Coach Prime went out there and said, hey, I don't know how this process works, you know, with college presidents because I'm new to this. But I think President Hudson is the guy we need to keep. Mm-hmm. And whether that had bearing one way or the other or not, the outcome was was reached. So I think it's it's a great momentum uh, sustainer uh, for for the athletic department. And he will and even will add to a boost of momentum because now there's certainty in place. No doubt. I don't know what more we can add to that. Uh-huh. I think I think that I need to cover everything, mm-hmm. but uh, but I certainly want to agree. I think that uh, right now we have an AD and a president and and coaches all in the same staff. And in athletics, you can't beat that. I believe that right now, that uh, considering the relationship that Thomas Hudson has with our AD, that athletics is definitely in good hands going forward. And I wanted to follow up on that and talk a little bit about. Uh, the synergy, and we've talked about it on this podcast before, uh, in terms of the the synergy from the top down, uh, from uh, president to uh, vice president of uh, intercollegiate athletics to uh, the, the the coaching uh, uh, ranks. How important is that synergy in terms of knowing that you have the the, the leadership structure in place? I, mean, I, I, I think we can't even put a, a, a fine point or a definition of how important it is in this regard, because when you look over just the history of JSU athletics, when you you know, we talk about those, quote unquote, glory days. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing about those glory days, Chuck, is is the, the synergy or, or as you like to say, simpatico uh, between <laughs> the president's office, the AD and the head coach of whatever team. But in this example, let's go to cash cow, which is football. You know, when you look back uh, uh, on those those, say, W.C. Gordon days, well, you know, Dr. Peoples brought in uh, W.C. Gordon, elevated Peoples, uh, brought in uh, uh, athletic director Walter Reed. And so you had three people on the same page as related to the front door of the university, with his, which is athletics, all the way up to the president's office. That has been hit and miss since that time. You know, you may have a president or interim president or an existing AD when somebody comes in or coach on the way out or in when somebody comes in. But now, once again, we're at that magical moment where the stars have lined up, where there's a president in the president's office and a vice president of athletics and a head coach over football, which is your economics of sports. And the three of them are on the same page and have. Uh, days in front of them. Nobody's on a, on a clicking, on a ticking tock and on the way out. So I look forward to great things happening. I look forward for some of these big vision ideas to take place uh, because now you can think long term yeah. because I'm going to be here. You're going to be here. You're going to be here sure. versus, well, I don't know if we can do that yet because, you know, he may be gone in three months. 
now, now, now that game has changed. So it's going to be big news for us. No doubt, having that stability, Vic. Yeah, I, I think having a president who understands the importance of, of athletics is paramount. Um, we there was there was a, there was a time when some presidents, when you really got a got a, a feeling that they didn't care as much about athletics as they should. Um, here recently, I believe that uh, we're seeing that a lot more uh, in the college ranks where the president and the AD are working together in terms of trying to do a lot of things for the university. And in this case, I, I see it being very similar to that. Um, having a president who understands what it takes to, to put your athletics at the forefront, who has no problem with your athletics being on the forefront, I think that that is great for our university. And for, for our fan base and the things that we want, that is exactly what we order. You know, one of the questions I think that um, that came out today uh, in the hearings, and you know, we 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 talk about having a passionate fan base, but but one of the questions that came out there there wasn't particularly a, a national search uh, for uh, Jackson State's twelfth president, but uh, I think Neely, we we've kind of talked a little bit about uh, sometimes you know when, especially within athletics, when uh, you have uh, an administrative structure that that recognizes. The, the talent that they want, they, you know, they go ahead and make the move to go get them. How important was it to uh, firm up, uh, I guess, if you will, uh, Thomas Hudson becoming uh, the 12th president today? Well, I, I think it's very important, uh, you know, scale to one to 10, it was 11, or in this case, 12, since he, since he was 12th president. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, Chuck, when you, when you, when you look at go to that 30,000 foot level and, and take a look at this thing, uh, here, here's what we got to keep in mind. Thomas Hudson, who, who, who's now, you know, no longer the active president, he is the president and he he gets it. You know, um, it we, we have to keep in mind that that there was no national search that brought us our winningest coach in Jackson State football history. You, go. you know, W.C. Gordon was elevated to fill a vacancy. He was interim head coach. And then with, I think, with two or three games remaining on the season and then became the head coach. Uh, and, and look what happened. And so it's that same kind of synergy here. You know, Thomas Hudson uh, is a guy, he's from Jackson. He's not just from Jackson. He's from Jackson Public Schools, mm -hmm. West Jackson Public Schools from Provine, went to Jackson State University. So now you have a president with all of these homegrown organic mechanics behind him that are just going to be an easier segue to form extended partnerships via athletics, via our other programs, because he gets it. And, and I understand that there were some people out there clamoring for a national search, you know, so that we can make sure we, you know, what if Barack Obama wanted to apply? We need to make sure we're getting all the viable candidates. But sometimes when those stars line up and those magical moments happens, when you know, you know, it, it's like being in love, mm -hmm. you know, when you know, you know, and, and, and you can just feel it. And this just feels like a good fit, you know, uh, since he had to become acting president. Uh, during some trying times, the leadership he's displayed during that window, uh, being part of bringing in Coach Prime with, with athletics, the other things he's done to stabilize and grow the university uh, as it relates, uh, you know, to our academic part of it. Just a perfect fit, perfect time. Yeah, we can we can always sit and wonder what if uh, and think about who may have applied. But the bottom line in this case, I believe, is, the general consensus from, from many of the students and the alumni is that they wanted Thomas Hudson. So looking mm -hmm. at the last search, when you when you look at look at mending fences, the IHL pretty much knew that they had to go along with what we wanted. You know, so I think in this case, getting Thomas Hudson uh, 
is a is a win-win for not only Jackson State, but also the IHL in terms of letting them know and understand that they are giving us what we want. Um, because I don't think that that relationship uh, was really good after, after the last search. And um, I think also in this day and age, the term search may be a little bit obsolete. A lot of times you go into, a, into looking for a candidate, you sort of know what you want, whether it's coaching, presidency, or, or whatever. It's just a matter of whether or not you can make that make that situation work for you. In this case, it was it was a perfect fit. Hudson was there. He did a good job um, in the in the acting position, and I think it was a no brainer. Guys, let me go back to something. Vic, you, you touched on this uh, in terms of uh, listening to the constituency and listening to uh, the stakeholders, if you will, around Jackson State. How important was that tailwind in terms of of helping? Uh, 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 Mr. Hudson becoming uh, Jackson State's president? Uh, again, I think that was really the thing that, that sort of had to happen. Um, when you look at bringing in someone else, you already had, um, you know, I'm not a real big fan of all these town hall meetings and all those things because to me, I think that's a lot for show. But they did bring in the students and the students were able to, able to, to tell who they wanted. They said 100% Thomas Hudson. <laughs> and so um, when you have people... Uh, backing someone that they really like, and then you go and bring in someone who may or may not be from the inside or the outside, I think that you run the risk of, of furthering that division. And again, given that there was already a little bit of mistrust between uh, the alumni base and the IHL, I think that knowing that our fan base, knowing that our alumni base and that our students back Dr. H uh, Thomas Hudson, I think that that really, really helped them make it an easy decision. Yeah, I, I concur with that, Vic. And I think one thing that we we have to be uh, careful about, not right now because the decision is done, it's a decision that we agree with. But I, I mean, just over the lifeblood of the university and, and going forward things, we tend uh, to not appreciate uh, how much grease that the squeaky wheel gets. Mm. And sometimes there's a vocal minority that ends up driving decisions because they're they're the, they're the loud ones. Uh, and, and, you know, you'll have a situation where 20 percent are raising hell for something that 80 percent totally disagree with, uh, but the 80 percent are not making any noise. And, and I think that our fan base, our alumni base, our students who are our number one customer and consumer, I think they learned from that from searches in the past and said, no, we can't sit on the sidelines. We need to make sure that even though something should be a quote unquote no brainer, easy decision, we need to make sure that the majority voice is actually louder or just as loud as the minority voice. Uh, because I've seen it time and time again, even in lobbying at the state capitol, you know, you'll have five people influence a decision impacting 100,000 because the 100,000 didn't come and show up and voice their opinion. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to listen to those in the room. And I think what happened even during this pandemic, through these virtual town hall, hall meetings, through these calling campaigns and letter writing, et cetera, et cetera, that the campus, uh, faculty staff, uh, the students, the alumni were able to articulate to IHL like, no, this is the person we want. And that that common sense approach for for one of these magical moments in our history was actually just as loud or louder than the people who may have been calling for a national search or another process. So I think Vic is spot on that that being vocal totally was a tailwind and pushed this decision. You know, guys, we're all alums of Jackson State. And uh, just from, from an alumni uh, point of view, uh, 
how do you feel uh, uh, President Hudson's uh, performance has been during this really completely unprecedented time in terms of, of, of leading the ship during a pandemic? Uh, just give us your perspective in that regards. Yeah, we are a hard bunch to please, I, it, it, no matter who is in that seat. And looking at the job that Thomas Hudson did, I think he gets an A+. Plus. Um, the students were happy. The alumni have been happy. And you never see us happy. So considering <laughs> the fact that he was able to make us happy with some of his decisions and choices, the students are not complaining, which, again, is hard to get. I think that, you know, um, I mean, that just means a lot and, 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 and made this whole thing a no-brainer. Vic and Chuck, you know, I, I don't know if Moses could lead us sometimes. You know, we're so passionate. <laughs> um, but when you look at even shortly after being named acting, we get hit with a, a world, a global pandemic and uh, make the decision to get everybody out of the dorms and close the campus down and, there were people upset about that and and then putting some practices in place all the way from technology with temperature scans to sanitizing stations, you name it, to be able to bring safely pe people safely back. And people were complaining about that. But, you know, so like you're saying, Vic, there are going to be people upset on either side of it. But here's the fact of the matter. During a global pandemic and one that has probably hit Mississippi or Metro Jackson harder than most places, Jackson State has been able to remain open, thrive, educate students, feed, house with no outbreaks, no major illnesses, no deaths. That alone gets you in an A+. Now, if you dig deeper into athletics, and here we are as an HBCU, and during this same global pandemic with an acting label in front of your name, you're able to orchestrate and, and, and bring in a personality, an international brand like Deion Sanders to be your coach. I don't know what's higher than a 4.0. Let's go up to 5.0 or something. Like clearly, clearly he gets the highest mark you can get. But during these trying times, you know, he's still gone above and well beyond the call of duty. So, you know, if you had to make a decision based on what has the acting president done, uh, well, I think since February, clearly uh, he's shown that he can stand the fire, stand the test, and lead this organization. No doubt about it. And I, I also want to, want to add to that. Um, he seems to be a good leader. You know, he's someone who stepped in and the university didn't even miss a beat. So that also says that the administration works with him. They trust him. And that that is also something that we need to continue. We, you know, we, we like the idea that we have athletics on the same page as president, but we also have to understand that it's also important to have the other administrators on board with the president. And we didn't hear any complaints, any problems with the way that our president was running the university. And that team, uh, they didn't miss a beat on enrollment, academics, or anything. So for us to to deviate from that would have been a big error, in my opinion. I think that going the direction that we went, staying staying the course, I think that we made a, a wise choice. Big quick, let me follow up on that uh, in terms of, and obviously we talk about uh, athletics on this podcast, but uh, the importance of of taking care of the, the 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 academic side of the ball. Talk a little bit about that. Okay, so. Um, in terms of that, I believe that um, that President Hudson wants what all of us want, and that is uh, a, th a thriving enrollment, thriving physical plant, thriving financial health, and thriving academics. He's one of us. He's a, he's a Jacksonian. We only want the best for Jackson State. So whether or not he's an expert in terms of how to do things on the academic side, 
I have enough confidence in him in knowing that he'll hire the right people or keep the right people on staff that um, are going to make sure that those things go in the right direction or continue to go in the right direction. Uh, I think that he wants to see us grow, and we all want to see, see Jack GSU grow. But no one is going to baby Jackson State like a Jacksonian and make sure that we're really cultivated academically, physically, and every in every kind of way like, like Mr. Hudson would do. No doubt. You, you know, as we get ready to close on this, and Neely, I wanted to kind of uh, – come back to you with this sort of final thought. Uh, and you mentioned uh, he's a, a Jackson Public Schools product, uh, a, a Jackson State uh, alum. That, that sort of organic uh, chemistry, if you will, in terms of, 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 of being a native Jacksonian and now ascending to the uh, presidency of Jackson State. Um, what do you think <laughs> you know, that means in terms of uh, the community support uh, for President Hudson? Uh, I, I think it's going to be outstanding. And, and, and let me dig a little deeper on that, Chuck. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't I don't want to overstate this, but but it, it's, it's, it's just true. When you look at uh, Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris and what she means to a little black girl growing up in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, when you look at having uh, acting President Hudson today become President Hudson, and what that means to a JPS kid growing up in Jackson, Mississippi, that you can be from Jackson, be from West Jackson, be from a West Jackson high school and you can become anything. Uh, you know, and so it really is akin to that moment when uh, Barack Obama was elected and, and just the, what the symbolism meant as far yeah. as what's possible for people to achieve. It's that same parallel as it relates to young kids growing up in Jackson, because let us be clear, Jackson State University is the economic engine of this city, period. And it is now led by a person who was born and raised and educated in Jackson Public Schools. Wow. The synergy there is, is, is huge. And one thing I will say uh, uh, about President Hudson that I just love and fond of, and, and the reason is, is it is totally opposite of me. The guy is just so even keel. It's like he ain't he ain't real mad mad. He ain't happy happy. Like he's gonna treat first and ten, like fourth and one. Like you know, he he is not rattled uh, or, or or easily excited in moments where it takes calmness to make a decision. You know, he is practical and pragmatic. And and I think when you balance that kind of charisma and attitude and personality in the president's office with what we know and can assume is going to be coming from the sidelines of the head coach, that kind of balance is what this university has been missing in needs. I, I'm looking forward to his leadership. And because of his age and acumen, you know, we could be approaching Dr. Peoples kind mm. of territory where we have a stable leadership, you know, for a decade or more. Uh, and, instead of let's do this again in two and a half years. So I think it's huge, Chuck. I think it's huge for Jackson. Uh, I think it's huge for uh, the university and our alums across the world. No doubt about it. Well, guys, I have to say this was a tremendous discussion, uh, a historic day for Jackson State. As Thomas K. Hudson becomes uh, Jackson State University's 12th president. And for Charles Bishop, Neely, Vic, all the crew at Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. We will see you on the other side. And that'll do it for episode 90 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. 
Apple Podcast listeners. Rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.